0: Welcome to the Unapologetic Designer Podcast, where we chat controversial design topics and expose the raw truth about life as a designer. Y'all, the past two weeks have been wild. There's a lot of different things that have happened to me, including being fired by a client for the first time ever. And I know that you want to know what happened. So I'm going to tell you, but I'm also going to tell you about all of the other crazy things that have been going down, and I'm going to kind of go through them in order, starting with the designer that pretended to be a client to get my project proposal and see how I conduct my calls. Now, I know you're thinking, how could you not know that they were pretending to be a client? Let me tell you how elaborate this person was. They made up a fake business name. They made up a fake email. They had an entire backstory about their business. And they scheduled a Zoom call. When I got on this call, the video was turned off. Now, I didn't think anything of it at the time because... Sometimes I turn my video off, like I don't have the best Wi-Fi, so it didn't really raise a red flag in my mind. I was asking them about their business, and they were sharing some other details about their self as well during this call. So when we got off, they asked for a project proposal, I sent it over, and then a day goes by or so, and they messaged me saying that they went with a different designer. And I was like, okay, cool, no big deal, moving on with my life. But then Marissa, my co-founder behind the Brief Collective, FaceTimes me and is like, I just had a really sketchy client call and they didn't turn on their video. And I was like, wait a minute, what is this client's name? And it was the same exact person that had had a call with me. And I was like, that is sketchy. Because they told me they already picked another designer and moved forward. So we started searching for their business on the internet. And we could not find any trace of it anywhere. Keep in mind, this person said that they had been in business for more than 20 years. They had worked with like Nordstorm at some point, And they were selling on Etsy at some point. So there should have been a trace of their business on the internet somewhere. And there wasn't. So then right there, we knew something weird was going on, and they really made a big mistake by giving us their real name. (laughs) They gave us their real name, and they did give us some real personal details about who they are. So we started Googling their name, and that's when I stumbled across a website for a design business for somebody with that name. And we started reading over the information on their page and the information on their page matched with the information that this person had told us. And then what really confirmed everything was when we went to their social media and saw that they were following both of us. I felt so taken advantage of when I found that out. This person not only essentially stole and deceived me, but they also wasted my time. And that's really the biggest thing for me. I cannot stand somebody that wastes my time. And what's so sad about this is that we work so hard to provide both free and paid resources for the design community. They could have easily went to our campus store at the Brief Collective and bought some of our templates or Maybe even enrolled in our course if they need help that bad. But instead, they chose to go that terrible route, and their business deserves to fail, honestly. So, we did end up making a post about it. I didn't say their business name, I didn't say who it was, because I do believe that people sometimes make mistakes and deserve to deal with it in private before they get publicly outed on social media. After we made that post, they did block us. So that confirmed it even more. Like, yeah, we had the right person. We did send this person an invoice. They have not paid it yet. And I'm not sure if we're going to try to proceed with legal action or if we're just going to let it go. Haven't really decided. That's honestly at the back of my mind right now. Not really thinking about it. Just trying to move on. So that happened. The next thing that happened was a client firing me. This is the first time in almost five years, I've almost been running my studio now, that I've ever been fired by a client. I wanna say that I don't have any negativity or any hatred towards this individual. I'm not going to say their business, I'm not going to say their business name, obviously keeping their personal details private, but I do want to share the experience because I know a lot of you are curious as to what happened and if you're listening to this, it might be helpful for you to see how I handled this situation in case you're ever in a similar situation. So this client and I started working together a few weeks ago and I had sent over their initial brand presentation and they actually gave me such good feedback about it that I shared it to my Instagram stories. So it seems like, you know, everything's going great. Everything's going smooth. They did say that they had a few tweaks, but the overall direction was great. So they asked if it was going to be written feedback or if they could schedule a call. And I told them, you know, if your form of communication is verbally you can schedule a 15-minute refinement call, and we can talk about the feedback. A few days go by, and usually I give my clients a few days to think about their feedback before actually giving me the feedback. So that's kind of just what I assumed they were doing during that time. So they scheduled a call to go over the feedback, and then a few hours before the call, They send over the actual written feedback document and they tell me that they've gotten assistance from a man in clarifying the feedback. And right when I read that, I knew that whatever happened next was not going to be great because I have never had a good experience working with men, unfortunately. That is why I target six and seven figure women-owned businesses. I do not want to work with men. They never follow the process. They have a hard time communicating. Again, this isn't every man out there. This is just my experience working with men on design projects so far. So I was you know, a little frustrated when I read that because that's not my client, you know? That's not who's paying me. That's not who's collaborating me. That's not who has been talking with me on all these calls. But I went and looked at the feedback and to me, it sounded like this feedback was coming directly out of this man's mouth. And he was asking things like, let's see multiple color palettes, let's see multiple fonts here, the brand pattern is useless, just remove it, and saying all of these things that don't align with my process, which he wouldn't know about because he's not my client. So after I read over that, I sent a very polite message to my client expressing my concern about this individual being involved in our project because he does not know the process he has not been on the calls with us and he's also not my client's ideal client so really it's kind of one of those things where it's like why are you getting feedback from this person who isn't within your ideal target audience and doesn't know the project in and out that hasn't been involved with the project this whole time i find that people do this very very often And it's usually a significant other. You know, we we all value opinions from our significant other. But when it comes to your business and it comes to your brand, you've got to really take their feedback with a grain of salt. So after I expressed my concern to my client, she just reiterated the fact that it wasn't this individual's feedback. It was all her feedback. He just helped her reword it. Now... Do I believe that? No. And the reason I don't believe that is because when you open up a brand presentation and you bring in a stranger or somebody that hasn't been involved in the project and they sit down with you, they're going to have a completely different outside perspective and they're going to point out all of these different things that you or your client never thought of before and put ideas into their head. So I'm sure that's kind of how that went down. Anyways, still didn't think anything was wrong. I was communicating. I was expressing my concern. My client communicated back with me. I think communication is key during projects. So we get on this call. Again, I'm expecting to discuss these tweaks for this project. And... Two minutes into the call, after we do the typical, how are you, how are you thing, my client is like, I think I just want to terminate the project. And I'm sure I had a a strange face when she said that. Because I was totally shocked. Like, I had no idea that she was going to say that at all. Because up until that point, again... She had given me good feedback on the initial presentation, and I thought we were discussing some tweaks on how to move forward. But after she says that, I'm just kind of like, okay, I totally respect your decision. And then we started talking about the payment terms. And she wanted some of her payment back due to the fact that we had only gone through one round of the brand presentation which I agreed to because I didn't want any bad blood with this person so hopped off the call went and did the partial refund sent her an email and kind of just told her I hope you feel like I did the best I could to deliver what you were asking for and she was just like I just don't think it was a good fit have a have a good week And that was the end of it. And I'm still kind of stumped. Like, I'm still kind of like, what? (laughs) Like, why did that happen? And I believe this individual that was involved in the feedback was actually her significant other. And a lot of men can't handle boundaries. So when I had a little pushback and expressed my concern about him being involved in the project, he got upset, and then they decided to terminate the project together. Now I will say when she said that she wanted to terminate the project, I actually felt a sense of relief. And I felt a sense of relief because, again, she's getting this other guy involved in the project that I'm not working directly with, that I don't have any desire to work with like I didn't want to be working with this individual trying to meet his every request or feedback comment I wanted to be working with my client not this other person so I think that when she told me she wanted to terminate the project I was just kind of like well I'm glad that I don't have to tiptoe around this other person's comment and try to make this work because that never leads to a successful project it's unfortunate that it happened and that they felt the need to terminate the project because I was trying to communicate and we needed to collaborate on refinements, but it is what it is. I think a lot of times when this type of thing happens to designers, we're really quick to question ourselves and be like, "Well, oh my gosh, like what did I do wrong? Like what could I have done better? I can't believe this." Like you know, and get really in our feelings about it. And you don't need to. I didn't. Literally got fired by a client and then continued on with my day because what can you do? I know I did everything that I do with every other client I work with. I didn't say anything out of line. I did everything that I was supposed to do and it wasn't a good fit and that's okay. Like that happens and nine times out of ten, when something like this does happen, the designer usually didn't do anything wrong. It was the client and outside influences, and we have no control over that. After that happened, later in that week, I had a call set up with what seemed to be a dream client. We get on the call, we talked through their goals, talk through what they're needing, And at the end of the call, she tells me she wants to move forward. So of course, I spend time putting together her contract, getting her deposit ready and sent over. And then a few days go by and I get an email from this person saying that she spoke with her significant other. And they said they couldn't find a lot of websites that I had done outside of social media. If she was not confident in my ability to deliver a website, why would she have booked a call with me and told me she wanted to move forward? That just doesn't make sense. So again, I believe this is an outside influence. The significant other who wasn't on the call, who didn't hear about the process, who didn't discuss anything with me, looking at the proposal and having all these doubts and questions that weren't existing in my client's mind up until this individual got involved. So I sent the client back an email with links to multiple websites and I was like, you can find my credit in the footer. Let me know if you have any more questions. And I haven't heard from her since, but if I don't get a response soon or if I get another response that's asking more questions, doubting my skills, I'm just going to be like, you know what? It's not a good fit. Because at the end of the day, I don't want to work with anyone who is not 100% confident in my skills when there's clients over here who are allowing me to have full creative freedom and control over their project and creating wonderful things with me. This week, on the flip side, I did just launch a brand new website with an absolute freaking dream client. She's a luxury hair and makeup artist had no refinements let me do exactly what I wanted to do for the project we whipped through everything and that's the type of stuff I love that's the type of projects I live for like it feels so good to work with someone who trusts you to the fullest extent and not only do they trust you they love the work you do so it almost feels like just complete fun, like you're just having fun, like <laughs> but there's no client feedback, no refinements, you're just having fun, but also you're doing good work at the same time, it's just the best thing ever, and again, this incident with this client telling me that they want to move forward and then pulling back because of an outside influence is so bothersome to me because it's wasting my time, like I spent over probably 30 minutes on the call with that person, that potential client. And then I also spent time drafting the contract and sending the invoice. Now the next thing that has now been referred to by someone as the current scandal of the design community is this man who copied my entire TikTok video. I'm talking about the message the audio the story even down to the type of logo so a lot of my content is based on personal experiences and interactions i've had with clients like i'm not making things up when i create content and share about things it's really based on real life events a month or so ago I had made a video talking about how I had turned down a client because they were brand new to business they didn't have a clear vision they didn't have goals and in order for branding to be effective they need to have those things in place and it's not really smart to invest thousands of dollars into branding at that beginner stage when you don't have those things figured out yet that video did pretty well and this week, I woke up at 4 a.m. because I do that, couldn't sleep, and when I can't sleep, I just get up, eat a snack, and then usually I go back to bed. And that was the plan. The plan was for me to wake up, have a little snack, watch a little TV, post a quick five-minute TikTok idea I had, and go back to bed. But when I got on TikTok, a video showed up on my For You page, and Almost instantly, my heart sank because when it started playing, it was my script. It was my story based on a real client experience. And what really put it together for me was the fact that this guy used almost the same logo concept. He literally put the same words in his logo that were in my logo. I probably watched that video five times before deciding what I should do next because I knew I had to be sure that he had really done that before I did what I did next. Now, before I took action, I went to his profile first and started scrolling through his stuff. And I realized that almost all of his content are videos or designs or logos copied from other designers copied from other designers tiktok pages and copied from pinterest nothing he was doing was original he was stealing from people for months and months and months so i decided that i was going to publicly out him now this is the first time that i have ever publicly outed anyone on my social media And I've never done that because I know what will happen when I do it. The ramifications of publicly outing someone like I did are severe. But I knew from looking at his page that he absolutely deserved it. He had been doing this for a very long time. And it was obvious that, you know, at this point, he knew what he was doing was wrong. And he just kept doing it. So... In order to hold him accountable, publicly outing him was, in my opinion, the only route to take at that point. So I screen recorded his video and I screen recorded mine and I went to TikTok and I posted his screen recording and I put some text over it saying, I know this guy didn't copy my entire message and create a similar logo concept. And then I showed my video that was posted weeks before he created his. As I suspected, it went viral. And after it went viral, I started getting messages from other designers telling me that this guy had stolen their stuff. And in fact, one designer actually told me that he copied four of her logos and she had to email him telling him to stop. That's just disgusting behavior. Like... He's been told to stop. He's been told it's wrong. And yet he continues doing it. So after this video went viral, all of these people, of course, are going to his page, you know, calling him out. And he's just constantly deleting comments left and right. Then I go to his Instagram page and see that the video is still on his Instagram. So I send him an Instagram DM telling him to remove that video from Instagram and all of his social media channels. And then he sent me this long, self-entitled, narcissistic message back saying something along the lines of, I didn't have any malicious intent when I recreated your video. And I can't believe that from copying one video, I'm getting all this backlash. It's extremely disrespectful on your part. And that that was triggering for me because that reminded me of some very toxic person that I had to deal with in 2022 that literally made my life a living hell. Um, So I sent him back just a super short message. I said... If any of my content is replicated again, I'm proceeding with legal action. That's copyright infringement. And then I blocked him. And in this long message he sent, he had also asked me to take the video down because he was getting so much hate. And after that message, heck no. There's no way I'm taking the video down. Like, he had so many chances to stop doing this. And kept doing it. He is literally the problem with the design industry. He's the type of person we don't want in the industry. Everything he's getting, he deserves. And he brought it on himself. The other really positive thing about all of this, about this guy copying my video and this designer pretending to be a client, is that I get to share that story and I get a viral video out of it. So, you know, obviously these are terrible things, but there is a positive side to it. Overall, it makes me really sad that people do this to anyone. I mean, Marissa and I just did a free mini coaching session for the Brief Collective in our Facebook group. And we had like, you know, quite a few people show up. They just asked questions about things they were struggling with. And we just took an hour to sit there and answer them. No strings attached, no money, no payment, just helping people. So for people to turn around and still do things like this to us, I mean, they're just shitty human beings at that point. If you want to learn from somebody or if you want to get better at a skill, do it the right way. Pay the people you want to learn from for their resources, for their time, for their content. It's really not a hard concept. It's the the basic backbone of business. You pay in return, you get. You don't just get, 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 and no pay. (laughs) So yeah, that was my crazy two weeks. Who knows what's going to happen next? Hopefully the craziness slows down a bit. But it has been an interesting month to say the least hope you enjoyed listening and i'll see you in the next episode thanks for listening to this episode of the unapologetic designer podcast if you'd like to submit your unapologetic design opinions head over to the link in my description to submit yours anonymously if you'd like to support the podcast you can follow our instagram page or you can sign up to make a monthly donation i'll see you in the next episode